Happy birthday! Waynefleet BIC Church. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC. And I am Julie Adams, your host for today. I'm joined by Pastor Pat Hand. Welcome, Pastor Pat. Hi, everybody. Hi, Julie. How you doing? Well, thanks. How about you? Well, I loving the day and uh, just, yeah, it's good. 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 Enjoyed yesterday. Yes. Yesterday was a very special day. Um, our church, Waynefleet BIC, is 140 years old this year. Wow. 140. You think how many 140-year-old institutions are viable and still around uh, these days? Well, I mean, Canada is like 155 now. Is that yep. right? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. you know, it's almost as old as Canada itself. That's pretty special. Well, it is very special. And our, our church... Um, was able to come into being Mm -hmm. and so in 1881 yes you know and so we are enjoying and appreciating um the 140th anniversary or birthday yeah uh, for waynefleet bic church can you give us a little history how did Mm -hmm. waynefleet bic come to be yeah it's interesting um there's a group of settlers yep that came up from uh, Pennsylvania area mm-hmm. where uh, the Tunkers they were called back then mm-hmm. where the Tunkers um, pretty well had a, a, a life and society and, and culture of their own uh, but there there was an opportunity to come up to Canada and be able to get some land and mm-hmm. freedom to worship mm-hmm. and uh, be able to uh, be able to grow a family and and have some elbow room and so forth so settlers began coming up in the uh, late 1700s and so in the late 1700s they settled up around Fort Erie and even up around uh, uh, Niagara Falls and over time they kept coming more inward and Mm -hmm. until finally there was a good pocket of these folks uh, believers uh, here in the Wayne Fleet community and which um, it's still largely agriculture today, but that's all it was back then. Yeah. And so these families began uh, meeting and, and having meetings together. Uh, there were preachers from the Tunkers and then from the Brethren in Christ, mm-hmm. circuit writers who would go around and preach. And, um, and so there were uh, men within the church who began pastoring a pocket full of people and uh, and through that these they were farmers during the day and they were preachers on the weekends and wow. some of them were evangelists who would go on the weekends and other times yep. uh, when things were slow at the farm they would hold meetings in churches so it was a very vibrant dynamic uh, society yeah. and over time uh, this these farmers came together and and a church Somebody had the vision to start a Brethren in Christ Church. And that's um, 1881s when they kind of solidified that and Mm -hmm. made it official. And so 140 years, it's actually more than that. Yeah. But uh, as far as actually being a church, Mm -hmm. 140 years ago. Wow. Yeah. And how many BIC churches are across Canada? Do you know? 
Yeah, that's a good question. There's different expressions of faith. Yes. Uh, but I think we're somewhere around 60 or 70 churches across Canada. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the then bulk are in Ontario? The bulk would be in Ontario. And then um, in the States, the Brethren in Christ, we fellowship with them. Uh, there would be just thousands and thousands yeah. of churches worldwide and in the States. So it's, it's, um, it's, it's not large in the way that a mainline denomination is, but it is a very rich denomination mm -hmm. in the sense of history and people and what's been important, the values that have been instilled and carried out through the years, Yeah, you know, pretty, um, uh, pretty faithfully. Yes. Uh, it, it makes it, that's why we're able to celebrate 140 years. You know, mm -hmm. so that's before you were born. Just a little bit. Yep. It's even <laughs> before I was born. What? <laughs> but I'm not sure it was before John Gilmore was born. So. Uh oh. <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> Couldn't resist. Um, but I will say this. There are some families that uh, have a very rich history here through the years. Yes. Uh, the, the Siders, the Gilmores. Yep. Uh, the Wingers. Mm -hmm. uh, I shouldn't have started. Uh, well, I'm actually, I don't know if you knew this, uh, my maiden name was Costello, so I'm a Costello, yeah. and my grandmother was born a flag. So okay, flag would be another yeah. family, uh, very, very much a part of our history mm -hmm. and through the years, and so, and there's several more families that you could mention, but it is interesting that these were all farming community people that came together and really loved the Lord, Yeah. really wanted to see uh, Jesus uh, really... Um, wanted to see that impact of the gospel. Mm -hmm. um, as they faithfully joined together, um, I'd say very conservative in the early days. Um, uh, they they would have been uh, head coverings for the women. Yeah, my, right? my grandmother told me about ah. that, and she remembers a time when the men and the women sat... Uh, Yes. On separate sides of the of the church, yeah. and yeah. So has this been our only location? Is this the only place Waynefleet BIC like this property? I should say. No, no. In fact, uh, if you if you look over to where our old parsonage was mm -hmm. across the street on Perry, if you look behind there on Highway Three, there is a home that was. Uh, I think it belonged to. Now, don't shoot me, you historians in the church, <laughs> but I think the Cider family. Okay. And uh, the barn is actually where they met and mm -hmm. worshipped. And then um, then they built a small place over here on this property. And then through the years, it's it's grown into the, you know, the campus that we have now. So it's... Um, it's very much a part of Wayne Fleet history. Yes. And very much a part of the community, uh, the shaping of the community. Wayne Fleet very much is who it is today because of the hardworking people, uh, the agricultural mm -hmm. community and folks, much of that made up the bulk of the church here. So it's really, it's really an interesting history. Uh, here, here's some things. The, the church, uh, being very conservative, uh, it, they used to, uh, with the head coverings, they would, uh, every year they would do a camp meeting. Yes. And, yeah. uh, and they would have evangelists come in and preach. And uh, uh, John Gilmore told a story yesterday of, of this opportunity that his grandmother 
uh, went to a camp meeting and came to know Christ. And uh, really because of her conversion, uh, succeeding generations came to know, know the Lord, including himself. So, um, so they would have these uh, revival meetings or mm-hmm. these camp meetings that would like, and that was when farmers would, they would kind of shut down, you know, to just bare necessities of what they needed to do. They would pack up and they would go and spend several yep. days. And that was um, a time of community. Yep. Uh, it was a time of, of um, just the, the peace of being with each other and sharing common beliefs. And then the community of being with believers and sharing and praying together and opening God's word. And then the impact of the gospel, people mm-hmm. were being saved at these things. Yeah. So uh, it really shaped or helped shape what we value today. And uh, then there were the love feasts. Yes, I've heard and seen pictures of those now. Yes. Of course, I've never attended one. But yeah. And these were, these were these amazing moments of coming together and um, they would wash each other's feet yep. they, in, in just a servanthood of humility. They would uh, preach and listen to God's word together. And then they would take this uh, meal together mm-hmm. that was all homemade, these homemade soups and homemade bread and, of course, wonderful desserts. And it was a love feast. It was their yeah. time to be together. Um, what a great, that just reminds me of uh-huh. last week when we talked about community and yeah. how, and you can just see how that value that's been valued for, you know, 140 years to kind of come Very and consistent, be together. Very consistent, isn't it? Yeah. This idea of the community, mm-hmm. the voice of hearing one another and being with one another. Yep. It's very much in our church DNA. Yeah, absolutely. And the value of Jesus that we uh, looked at yesterday just uplifting him mm-hmm. and a church that so desperately wants to follow the teachings and the person of Christ. And like the week before, as we looked at community and coming together, and mm-hmm. that what brings us together, that oneness that brings us together, it's certainly not um, our opinions on vaccine or no vaccine or masks or no, no masks, masks. Nope. you know. <laughs> uh, whether uh, COVID's real or whether it's a hoax, those kind of things don't bring us together, no, right? No, they don't. But what brings us together is laying those things aside because of the priority of Jesus. Yeah. Our oneness is in who Jesus is and that we're part of the body of Christ and that uh, we're commanded to love one another mm-hmm. and that by this will the world know that you are Christians, that you're following Christ. And so we, we kind of looked at the importance of um, keeping the main thing about the main thing is the yep. main thing, right? That's right. And uh, not to get dragged into the world's arguments, mm-hmm. but to point people into the kingdom and uh, Jesus. So uh, these are all important values that that we celebrate and enjoy and and then next week, we'll be looking at the, the value of peace. We, mm-hmm. we honor all life, and we commit ourselves very much so to conflict resolution and nonviolence, but, but also that peace is also peace with each other, mm-hmm. you know, and enjoying the peace of God together. So, so anyway, our church, this rich history... Uh, that has changed through the years. And really, if there's one thing about our church that is constant, 
is change. Yes. <laughs> and that's, and that's, yeah, it is true. You that know? is true. Uh, we are not the same church we were 140 years ago, nope. but we're the same body of believers, right? Yeah. The same body of Christ. And um, little things, you know, like um, our church uh, has helped start churches in the area. Yeah. Uh, is it, uh, which, which ones are Port BIC? Is that right? Yeah. They Port were... BIC, yeah. Uh, Boyce. Uh, or Boyle, I mean. Boyle. Mm-hmm. Boyle. And, um, I know there's Welland, Fallsview. Yes. Did they come from Wainfleet as well? Was Wainfleet uh, I don't original? think Fallsview did, but mm-hmm. we, we uh, were a part of Welland uh, getting that going as well. And um, there was a, actually a church start in Hamilton that did oh. not work out. Okay. But we were responsible helping to get that going years and years ago. Yeah. And so... Um, so it's really uh, the church has made these different changes. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the big changes, I love this story, was um, when some young people in the church back in the 30s uh, wanted to bring electricity to ah. the church. And, um, and so some people thought that was worldly to do that. <laughs> so they didn't wait for people to sort it out. They came in at night. Oh, no way. And strung wires got it attached yeah. to the pole and brought light to the church back in the 30s. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and then the church has, has made uh, great strides in, in areas like, uh, like the music. Yeah. You know? Oh, could you imagine drums? Like... Oh, the first Sunday that drums were rolled out, you know? <laughs> and, uh, but here's what's interesting about that. Somebody in leadership, and I would say somebodies in leadership, um, I think families saw that if we were going to be viable and be able to reach people for Christ, then we had to open up who we were and to celebrate Jesus in a way that even more people would feel comfortable doing. Yeah. And so I really appreciate that about our church. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it shows to keep the main thing the main thing. Because like, The main thing about the main thing is the main thing. Yeah. Like, does Jesus care if we have drums or not? I don't think so. Probably not. No. He probably cares that you worship, but... Yeah not maybe how you do it so much. Yeah, I, and I think I think our church leaders and families saw that mm-hmm. um, back many years ago. And, and we keep evolving, we keep changing. Um, and I think, I think that's important for us to be relevant, yep. to be a part of our, our community, to be a part of, of uh, what is going on in the world. Our church has... Um, has also been able to adapt with the times. Yes. And mm-hmm. I, it's, it's exciting to me to see what God's going to do, should he tarry, in the next 50 years. Yeah. You know, what will God do in our midst so that we can celebrate 190 years one yep. day, right? Mm-hmm. So, Don't you wish you could have a peek there and see what it's going to look like? To see. to see what the church will look like? It would probably surprise us. Will this building be here? What I will don't know. It, That's a good question. What will they be doing in it? Yeah, what, yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, what will it look like? And what will worship look like? Yeah. What will uh, the impact of evangelism look like? Yep. What, yeah, those are great questions, mm-hmm. you know. So our vision, I don't think, will change, you Mm-mm. know, until every home is led by Jesus. And, right. and that is a huge, tall order that won't be done in this generation. Nope. And uh, will it be done in the next generation or the one after that if the Lord tarries? So mm-hmm. these are exciting days to be able to say thank you for 140 years. Yep. 
Help us to be relevant and filled with your spirit Mm -hmm. and working where you are the next 140 years if you should tarry that long. And I hope he doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Pastor Pat. Um, So this weekend we can look forward to, as we've been talking about community and impact and things like that, just a couple maybe reminders about what we've got going on. We've got our kids program starting up again, which are very exciting. Yesterday was the first Sunday that we um, were able to offer nursery and kids church during the service. So nursery is from newborn up until age three. And then once you're in JK through grade three, go downstairs during the service. So During, during um, the sermon. During the sermon, yes. Yeah. Um, so if you missed that, if you weren't here, know that we are offering that again, and we're very excited to be able to um, expand our programming this our fall. Our families are so excited yes. about nursery and kids' church, and I don't blame them. I think yeah. I'm so glad that we can see that roll out. Yep. And you want to talk about the men's mm-hmm. event that's coming up this weekend? Saturday uh, Saturday at 4.30, we're going to meet at the church. And all the guys that will come, we're going to have uh, uh, moose sausages and uh, yeah. corn on the cob. And we'll have a, a campfire and just bring your favorite chair with you, outside chair, and, and come and be together. And then in just a, a few weeks... Um, we're going to be celebrating mom care yeah. on Saturday, October 2nd. And we would love for you, particularly you volunteers who have served before, to help us. And also, church family, we're going to need clothes and food and different things for the boutique and different things that we'll offer the moms. So yep. they'll be hearing more about that. Very excited. Our serve weekend coming up. And if you'd like to be a part of that, you can get in touch with Pastor Trevor, Trevor at WayneFleetBIC.com, and he can help you find a spot on the team to help that day. Or if you are a single lady or a widow, then we would love to bless you that day yes. and have you stop by on October the, I don't want to get the date wrong, second. second. Mm-hmm. Yep. during the day so stay tuned for more details um get in touch with us if you want more details we would love to give you more information about that and um, if you'd like to get in touch with pastor pat if you've got questions or comments or feedback he would love to hear from you 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 can reach him at pat at waynefleetbic.com and if you'd like to get in touch with me i'd love to hear any feedback or podcast suggestions for the future you can reach me at julie at waynefleetbic.com So thank you for tuning in today. We look forward to connecting with you again next week. And We outlasted the music. We did. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great week, everybody. You are loved. Take care.